You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Thanks everyone for tuning in. I thought today we would do something different again, that I would literally just talk about my journey with Relauncher. This is something I've been meaning to do forever. And it just occurred to me a couple of weekends ago that really now is the time that I should jump on the podcast and just give you a bit of a backstory about what it took to get to where I am today. So Relaunch has been going for 11 years and I can't cover everything in one episode. It would just be way, way, way too much. So I thought what I'd do is just talk about the first three years in business and then what I can do in a separate episode is talk about that three to five years because I find with businesses generally speaking, that the first three years you go through this similar pattern and then by the time you hit year five, you really, really know what's going on with the business and it's like having the train on the track and then there's lots of different ways that you can evolve the business or scale or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do with it. So anyway, we're going to break it down into chapters and today we are going to talk about me um, or my journey from launching Relauncher through to that third year mark. So this is year 11 years ago. So times were different. There was no Facebook. Can you even imagine that? No Facebook, pretty much, well, hardly any online stores. Like to shop online, you would do it, but back then there wasn't even Style Runner. So like no one was even buying active wear or anything like that online. And I can remember saying at that time, oh, I would never buy active wear online. How funny is that? <laughs> How times changed. So anyway, I basically always knew that I wanted to run my own business but I never really knew what it would be or when I would do it. So I grew up in Perth. I you know, went to school there. I went and did uni there. I've got a bachelor in business with a double degree in marketing and tourism. I've never used tourism. Um, I literally just did it because I found it interesting and I liked the idea of traveling. But when I was doing my uni degree, I always thought, what my plan was, was to go and work for like blue chip companies, get experience and confidence, and then at some point run my own business. So that was the loose plan. And that is exactly what happened. So when I finished uni, I then went and worked for Unilever in their sales because in Perth, they don't have any marketing. It was just sales. So I couldn't stand it. I didn't like it, but I did it as a stepping stone to get into their marketing department. And to get into their marketing department is really, really, really tough. And so I went through several rounds of interviews, missed out several times, but I eventually got a marketing role in their export department, marketing to um, Papua New Guinea. Um, Papua New Guinea and um, Fiji and all these um, different countries. And so they relocated me over to Sydney. I was 23 years old and I lived out of a hotel for a month while I found somewhere to live. Anyhow, fast forward, fast forward, um, 
I met my husband, we went over to London, and then I got pregnant with Leo, who's literally about to turn 17 now. And so when we came back, and I worked, I worked, I got sponsored, all this, um, you know, like amazing, amazing career in blue chip companies. But basically, I came back and I had Leo, and then I had Hugo 18 months afterwards. So I, I never went back to work when I had the children and I was a stay-at-home mum because Richard was in advertising and still is, worked really, really long hours, no family support. So that was always the plan that I would stay home and look after them. So during this time of basically I had three years off work, things changed in terms of like there were technological advances and I remember thinking, I don't know how I'm going to go back into the workforce. Like I felt almost obsolete like how am I going to you know like leap back in and there'd been this huge shift in the way that people work lost my confidence was thinking oh my god like how's it how's it even going to work with Richard working long hours I'm going to end up having someone else raise my children so I knew I knew that that was the point I was going to start my business okay so I'm like right I'm going to start my business what on earth what on earth is it going to be and I'm, going, I'm telling you this process because there's people that go through this as well. And I know because I coach them. So I thought that this would just be useful to give you, go back into this level of sort of backstory. So basically what I did is I really identified my skill set and my strengths and also my passion. And basically what I came up with was an online e-commerce store, right? Now, it was so different back then, but I'm not going to go into exactly what Relauncher was when I launched it because it's quite complex. Now, that is alarm bell number one. <laughs> if you cannot articulate your business, um, you know, mission, structure, revenue, really, really, really succinctly, then you need to simplify it, okay? So you need to always be able to really, you know, explain your business in a nutshell. That was my first problem. So in a nutshell, <laughs> it was basically selling vouchers online. So it was almost exactly like Groupon, except Groupon hadn't launched at that stage. And the vouchers on our store were for relaunching people, but they were high value, high value items. So it was like personal stylist, hairdresser, um, beauty, like there was, there was a huge, huge range of services. And I had spent a lot of time setting up the relationship with all the suppliers. So anyway, we launched it and basically Groupon launched like within a month of us launching the website. And so it was really, really hard for that business model to take off because one, people didn't quite get it because Groupon hadn't launched. And so, you know, they weren't kind of educated in that way of shopping. Uh, and secondly, we like, how would we even compete against Groupon? Like they were just throwing, throwing money at that. So, Basically, we stuck at that business model and really, really tried to make it work for probably about two years. I must actually say I had a business partner when I launched. So the business idea was my idea and then I approached um, someone 
to come on board as a 50-50 partnership and she did. And I have to say, like, without her coming on board, I don't think I would have had the courage, courage, confidence and knowledge to actually have launched the business. And, and the beauty of our partnership is that we had completely different strengths and skills. I was very marketing, creative, um, logical thinker. She was very much accounting, legal, bookwork, all the stuff that I can't stand. So we, we were a perfect, perfect match. Um, so that, that was really, really great. And another thing that was good about our partnership is that we did everything by the books, you know, like we got legals done properly so that if the partnership was ever to dissolve, it was all very clean, um, and well done. And that's another point that if you're ever going to a partnership, like make sure that you get all the legals done in the partnership drawn up properly. So anyway, we, we basically tried at launching this business it went okay. It went okay. Um, we, we ran a few events, you know, we were making sales, but it was a really, 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 really hard slog. And I kept on thinking in the back of my mind, I feel like we need to evolve this business to, for it to really take off. Uh, and during this time, Facebook launched, which I have to say made things a lot easier because marketing became easier using that platform. We then, this is really interesting. This is another thing that I don't think I've ever told um, anyone on my socials or anything because there's never enough time in those 15 second gaps. But we then actually had a third partner come on and she actually never signed up as an actual partner. We were just in the process of it. And this third girl that came on, um, she now owns um, a magazine company and she, she's amazing. And again, perfect, perfect partnership because she had a completely different skill set. She was um, 10 years younger than myself. My other business partner was 10 years older. So we had a really interesting age gap between us and we all had something very, very different to bring to the table. Anyhow, long story short, um, the partnership dissipated uh, through no animosity at all. It was just life circumstances and, you know, everyone choosing to do different things. So that, that, that happened. But basically what happened at that point is it allowed me then to relook at the business with my own eyes and not have to take anyone else's considerations into um, thought because I was like, basically I can do anything with this business now that um, it's just me. So, and that's exactly what I did. So basically what I did then is I started then bringing in products and turned Relauncher into an online shop, as you would see today. Great thing then next happened was Instagram launched. And so that instantly, instantly, you know, helped the business go to the next level. And I got to a point where I'm like, right, okay, I feel like my brand needs to change. I feel like, well, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got the brand wrong. In fact, I know I did. <laughs> it's just I'd, I'd invested a lot of money in that brand when I first launched. So, you know, I had that kind of realisation for me now to take this business to the next level. I need to rebrand. And at this point, I had spent a lot of money, a lot of money. I, I, my branding was all done through illustrative work, which I had spent a lot of money on. And I'd also spent $13,000 on SEO, another mistake. <laughs> 
So anyway, I basically decided I was going to rebrand, okay, and I, I what I did is I stripped the emotion that I had tied to the original brand. I stripped thinking too much about the money that I spent and I just decided to rebrand, build a new website and reset. So basically at this point I was calling it Relauncher version 2. When I did that, it was actually the best thing that I could have done. Like literally the business, just sales, traction, everything took off almost instantly when I had the new brand and the new website. So at that point I moved onto the Shopify platform. The first website was completely custom built because back then that's basically what you did through an agency. So moved on to Shopify, online store, Business is at the next level because I've got the business to myself. I can do whatever or what I want. So everything was happening much, much quicker. The online store, I've got the social media platforms all working. So that was great. Then what I started to do was create events. Now, this was another pivotal moment because I got to get in front of my audience and having that connection with people face to face really, really helped. So You probably don't want to hear me say that in a COVID world where we can't really do events. But basically what I'm saying is what I did is rather than just thinking I have an online store and my business is online, I made it more 3D. So, you know, like getting in contact with people and and running events and having different kind of conversations rather than just on social media platforms and via email. So the events, what I started doing is running events around Australia Um, And I was doing them every eight weeks. It was pretty intense and exhausting because I had two small boys back then. And I literally would be always selling tickets to events. You know, I'd I'd finish an event, I'd start selling tickets for next event. And I would literally go all around Australia and I'd do all of that twice each year. And And I did that for several, several years, but it was definitely within the first three years that I started doing this and it absolutely jet-rocketed the business. Um, So that was fabulous. So the types of events that I ran, there were two different streams. This is also really interesting. I ran a networking stream and that networking stream, what I did, because again, I I, I wasn't positioned as an expert at that point. I was making my way to become an expert And so what I would do, I would run these networking events and I would invite an expert to come and speak at the event. So that was fabulous because that expert would then promote the event. It would get my brand in front of their audience. Their audience would come to the events. It was really, really great. And the other stream of events that I ran is that I would collaborate with an expert And the event would be their event, but I would do all the marketing and sell the tickets and organize it and basically host it. So I'd do like the intro, introducing them and, you know, help make the whole event flow. So those two streams of events, because I was collaborating with different experts every single event, absolutely made such a difference to my brand awareness, my connections, just you know, just learning processes and how different people work differently because I was working with so many different experts. So that that was truly amazing. And through doing this, I kept on getting asked by people, oh, do you do any marketing consulting? 
And I kept on saying no, because in my mind at that point, all I could think about was a marketing consultant sitting in a really boring room with a whiteboard, which is exactly what I'd you know, gotten away from in corporate. It hadn't occurred to me that, you know, like a consultant or a business coach could be anything, you know, exciting or funky um, because that just wasn't around back then. You know, it, it was just so different. So after being asked so many times, I eventually decided, you know what, I, you know, I keep getting asked, why not do it? So basically what I did is I put it up on the website and I started charging from the first client. And again, that took off really, really, really quickly because I was giving my audience what they had been asking for. So basically all of this happened in the first three years. So, so the event stream ran over the three years. Like that really took me to that five-year mark. But I started running all these events prior to the three years. But, you know, all those areas that I've just mentioned, a lot of those were just very, very pivotal moments in the business. I must say also, I had, like, I worked so hard. Like I was working just as hard back then as I am now, it's it's just a different type. We're just doing, well, I'm doing different type of work. Um, so literally, if I had nothing, if I was like, I, kind of like, what do I do in my business today? I'm not really sure. I'd be writing blog articles, which has absolutely been so good that I spent all that time because my my business generates so much um, organic search inquiries as a result of spending all that time blogging. So I'd spend a lot of time blogging, obviously creating content, which we still do in today. I would spend a lot of time networking. So like I've got a huge um, contact list and network list, which I've obviously built up over 11 years and anyone in business will tell you the same thing. But I built a lot of those founding connections in those early years. And it's it's interesting because when I started was same as when, same in timing as like Mel Ambrosini, um, Jess Seppel, um, Cassie Mendoza-Jones, like they're all people that I collaborated with the events like there was a huge group of us Connie Chapman just so many of us so it was so great that we we you know all bonded and created these connections and then everyone's businesses you know have flourished and everyone's gone in their own direction so spending time networking was really really great and sometimes that was you know like a Skype or a phone call it didn't always have to be in person so you know I always say to people like always always focus on building a network and your network should expand beyond the industry that you're in as well that that's really important um, but what you'll find is that you'll you'll have like a network where people are at similar stage of business to you and then it's also good to get a network of other people that have actually been through business so, you know, that that's really important. But I, I joined several networking groups, but none of them, none of them really gelled for me. I've, I found that I was better off networking in a much more informal environment or going to an event. But like joining a group for me wasn't, it just didn't work that well for me. So basically that is, that is the, the very infant story of, what took me through those first three years, there were definite patches, long patches where there would be no sales, particularly at the beginning. And I can remember every time, you know, I'd make a sale, it would be like the most exciting thing. And, 
you know, I think that the journey that I had, there would be several people that would have given up along the way, but I was just so laser focused that I was just going to make it no matter what or how long it took me. So I'm like so glad I never gave up, but never once did I actually think I would give up. I think, you know, it was just in me that I knew that at some point this would all click in. So, you know, if I look back and someone said to me, like, what was the point you realised, you know, the business was going to, you know, move forward, I would say at that two-year mark, yeah, at that two-year mark, I knew, I knew it had legs, but I just was like, how long is it going to take to get this business going? <laughs> so a lot of people in business that are listening to this that are like already three years down the track will know exactly what I'm saying when I say that. So, you know, like from business coaching and so I'm speaking to lots of different people at different stages. Like most people will say by the time they hit three years, they feel pretty comfortable in their business. What they'll find is that they'll have one really great month and then the next month might be a little bit quiet. So, you know, your sales can be erratic but you know that you're heading in the right direction. But once you hit that five-year mark, it's like a whole different story. But that's why so many people say, oh, it takes three years to get a business going, is because you'll start off with an anticipated target market. And then until you've actually got customers, you don't really, you know, you have to then adjust and pivot and evolve your business to match their demands not demands but their requests so that you're you're selling them the right product or service certainly an interesting journey i think another thing also is just don't become overwhelmed by looking what other people are doing that is that is really 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 key and that's something that you know i've always known what competitors in the industry are doing but once i know that i'm like i just bounce out and do my own thing so that's worked in my favor as well because if you start comparing and seeing what other people are doing, it can actually just stop you from moving ahead. And that, that's another point. You know, with my clients, with everyone, the most successful people and not necessarily the ones that have got it right every time. It's the ones that have actually taken action. So, you know, and I see that with Sticky Studio all the time. Like there'll be sometimes people will really deliberate over, you know, giving handing the brief over or moving ahead Meanwhile, you know, months and months could have passed and they could have actually, you know, moved ahead and then be fine-tuning as you go. So that's the thing is take action. Um, I mean, obviously it needs to be educated, calculated, smart action, not erratic action, but take action because it's through your actions that you can refine and, you know, get better and move ahead more quickly. So I hope this helps. Um, that was my journey. You know, it wasn't clean. It wasn't straightforward. It was, you know, it was life-changing, I think. Yeah, I would say life-changing. I would say definitely a lot of self-discovery um, comes along the way and you're forced to, you know, promote and pitch in a way that you're not necessarily comfortable with, but you have to do it because otherwise no one knows who they're buying off, which is really, really important in, you know, yesterday's and today's climate. So yes, first three years, I will record another podcast talking about more advanced stages of businesses in a few weeks or so. But in the meantime, if you enjoyed this, if you think that this could help anyone, please do share it. 
um, because the more small businesses we have you know, in the world, the better for us all. We all love to shop small and shop local and support fellow business owners. So thanks so much for joining us and have a great afternoon, evening, whatever time of the day it is for you.